What's up, everybody? You're back on the Par Bar with Island City. I'm your host, Mr. Rich D. Joining me as always, Mr. Vince T. Yo, what's up, everybody? Knock himself, Dr. Twisted. What's going on, peeps? And we back, and it's January 19th, the last official day for Donald J. Trump. Number 45 is out, this bitch. Hey, number 45 is out. He letting everybody go out of prison. You know what I'm saying? Ain't gonna be guaranteed not to be number 47. I'm telling you that right now. Oh, man. 46 is coming in hot. Well, wobbling in hot. And yo, you gotta leave. You You gotta leave the White House with some kind of some kind of gangster move. Like you get walked out with like. Lil Wayne doing like a concert. Oh, bro, he's, he's, I don't know what he's doing. That dude's crazy. He's gonna do something though. Um, man, tomorrow is, uh, it's already been four years. That was a crazy four crazy. years. You know, it went pretty fast though. It did. I mean, for some people, I'm sure it dragged on, right? I thought it went back real quick. Uh, it was, it was pretty fast. Quick. I mean, I mean, that was, it just felt like one long fucking year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like nonstop, bro. Um, but hey, you know we're, we made it, and for all the all the ones who voted for Joe Biden, congratulations. You know you got your boy, and then you got you got uh, you got the whole house, bro. Yeah. You know Kamala Harris up in there. You got every man. Well, here's the thing, too, man. Like now they have to deliver. Okay. Now they have to deliver. Yep. <laughs> because everybody voted for them, right? And in a time like this, you know, they they said they said all the right things. Cool, as any normal president uh, campaign would go, right? They would right. say the right things to capture the crowd. But yo, <laughs> shit, after 2020 and Trump, <laughs> bro, bro, after shit. after Trump and him promising a wall, they got a lot to live up to, because he sure hell delivered on that wall. <laughs> At least started. Hey. hey. <laughs> I mean, I know no one's a big fan out there who listens to this show. He's a right? big fan of, of Trump. But I'm telling you, that he delivered on a lot of shit he said he was going to do. Yeah, he did. Like, he, he delivered on a lot of, like, shit. You that dude's not getting no fucking wall. Boom, there's a wall. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> now, did Mexico crazy enough to get? Uh, I don't know. Crazy enough to do it, dude. Yeah. I don't know if Mexico quite paid for it. He, he, he went through a lot of red tape to do it, but, you know, shit, it got done. Bro, he cut a lot of red tape, too, out there. He cut a lot of fucking shit for, like, companies to build, so I don't know. But, yeah, you're right, Vince. I think uh, you have a lot of promises were made. Yeah, so, because that's only going to set it up for the future, right? Like, for the for, for Biden like, administration? For the Democratic Party, at least. Like, Bro, I think, one of honestly, any... But any party, any presidential candidate, they make promises in their campaign. And I think any one of them, when the time comes, it's time for them to deliver, to deliver what they promise. A lot of times it doesn't happen, you know. I say we're talking, <laughs> laughing about Trump doing it, but there's a lot of those presidential candidates that never delivered what they promised in their campaign. So yeah. it wouldn't be anything out of the ordinary if they weren't able to deliver. Right? Uh, I mean, that, that is the, true. Uh, the spotlight will be on them more coming yeah. out of what the Trump era, right? Oh, for I mean, sure. I mean, they're, you're not going to live it down for sure. No. I mean, there's there was too much, there was too much uh, riding on these promises that were made. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. There is um, just yeah, the number I mean, of voters. Vince T, which one, st- what's, which one stands out to you? The promises made by, uh, okay, let's do both so that it doesn't look like it's one-sided. Um, sure. What any Trump promises you, may, you remember when he that he made? That you 
felt like you are. You saw that he kept. Um, I mean, Trump probably. What, what was his? What was one of his main ones? Because honestly, I didn't really care for. The I know guy. immigration was one. Border um, wall. I mean, the wall. Obviously, like we said, he built it. I mean, do I agree with the wall? No. Yeah. But I mean, he promised it and he delivered it. I mean, that's on his own agenda because he wanted it done, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't think that was any any request by the people. Uh, on the subject subject of immigration, we had maybe a little bit more control on it. Um, a, a wall, not necessarily. Um, I, I don't really, I didn't really, and this is just me, uh, I didn't really pay attention to like the things he was saying because all the bullshit that happened in the campaign, um, it, it, it didn't really set me up to believe him in the first place. So um, if you were to give, give me like a promise and a result, I'd be like, oh, I can agree with that. So, I mean, what, what what do you think? Like, what's what's one of the main promises that that he kept that he was uh, promising during his campaign in the four years that he was here? Mm. I mean, well, let me let me finish with, with your question. I'll, I'll get to, uh, to sure. when you ask me to. Uh, and then Biden, what 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 promises has Biden said out there that got you like hope? Let me let me check on this one. So so the, the big thing, it's not so much a, a certain promise or. It's, it's not like taxes or um, like healthcare or anything like that. So what I what my biggest thing for Biden is how he's going to bring the country, or at least try to bring the country back together. I want to see his methods and, and the way he kind of does things. If he's really going to bring um, unity, both sides to the table, or at least try and get things hashed out that way, uh, not so one sided, um, and do things for for all Americans, like he said. Okay. Um, I, I don't really. I'm not really you want to see unity, and I think, yeah, I do. I mean, that would be great if you yeah. if you can kind of take a step forward in that direction. I think that's a huge success. Um, to, to not have to deal with rioting and all the crazy nonsense that we've seen in the, in the past years, um, and hopefully get a lot of the the main issues that we did see under control. I mean. Steps towards unity is probably my biggest, biggest ordeal. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think for for me was um, a repeal of Obamacare. Um, that stood out for me during the Trump uh, campaign. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't sure that he was going to be able to do that anyway, uh, which I don't think he he did. He got rid of the tax, the mandatory tax. Um, which was cool, you know what I mean? I thought that was, that's that's uh, definitely in the right direction. But then, you know, California go ahead, go, goes ahead and puts it back. So, <laughs> so much for that shit. And it's not so much for me because I have healthcare. I need healthcare for my, me and my family. But it's for those individuals who don't really, you know, use their shit. You know what I mean? Like, how you going to charge like a 19-year-old kid, you know, two grand for not um, having healthcare that he really doesn't use ever? So, um, and then... I think the military part with Trump, like I felt like our military didn't need to be um, looked at and refunded and, and just boosted up. I think there's a big lack of, um, I don't think people understand. I think they, they don't know that we're losing the military, starting to lose a military war when it comes to like outer space as well. 
like China has a lot of real estate in in space, and that matters. You know what I mean? Like satellites and all that stuff. So, um, and I think he did. I think he did. You know, decently on that. I don't know all the all the curtails of what he he put funded it. He funded besides you know, um, what was the one he called it? Um, what was his uh, space? His fucking space uh, plan. Elon Musk. I don't know. Yo, remember he gave some like cool ass name, fucking like the Space Rocketeers or some shit. Space Force. <laughs> space, space Force. Force. <laughs> yeah, that shit was awesome. Sounds like. I thought, was, I thought that was hilarious. Um, but other than that, you know, I just, I kind of, I think I've said this on the show before. I, I mean, I don't really pay attention to the president as much as probably people think. I pay more towards our local government and our governor here in California. And it's because we're on our own little fucking bubble. You know what I mean? So um, as far as Biden, I think I'm looking at a lot. And I just want to see how he's going to pay for it. All right. So um, he said he was going to tax, you know, big corp to, to pay for a lot of these uh, programs that he believes that, you know, he can get through. Um, you're talking about removing the um, college debt, which is huge. I don't know how you're going to do that. Um, you know, hey, I'm all about it. If you're going to remove it, just who's going to pay for it? Yep. Um, you know, if you're going to open up the borders to immigrants, who's paying for that? Uh, if you're going to make your healthcare more robust, who's paying for that? So, that's the only thing I'm paying. I'm looking at. I'm looking at all these programs he's implementing, and then how we're paying for it. Because he said it's going to be by big corp, not the middle class. That's me. I'm I'm, I'm in the middle class, I'm like lower middle class. So. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Like that's the thing is, California is like the only only place in America where there's three middle classes. There's like lower, middle, and then upper middle class. You know what I mean? You can be. You can make it. You can make six figures, and you're still in like the middle class. Just fucking Isn't that crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's fucking insane, but yeah. um, you know, but just like anybody else, I, I and even Trump, I wish Biden the best. I'm excited to see his uh, speech tomorrow, the whole process. You know what I mean? I want to see how America responds. Um, I can't say that's a weird that there's a uh, twenty thousand troops there, <laughs> but I also understand. I guess you know what I mean. No. Um, everyone's flipping out like, oh, it's twenty thousand troops going to be there, and uh, you know, well, shit. Two weeks after ago, we recent had events. I mean, <laughs> after recent events, you don't want to be sh- you don't, you don't want to be shorthanded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. So they're just making they're just ensuring quality. Uh, um, but yeah, I, you know, I hope. Like I said, I hope I hope the best for the administration. And you know, they got two years to prove something. So actually, I think there's only 198,000 troops there now. Oh, like 1,200 got removed or something. Or 12, 12 got removed. 11 got removed. The FBI did. They vetted them. Found yeah. some stuff on, so they removed them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just want to know what the vetting process was like. Like, what did you say? What did you personally say out of like 20,000 troops that could have been like, oh, yeah, you're not in. <laughs> you like, gotta go. <laughs> like, uh, like, what did you say that was just so bad? Like, well, do you, what do you think of Biden? Well, fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Trump. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. He's good. He's okay. Okay, yeah, no, you're out, dude. <laughs> dude just came in with a big old fucking Trump tattoo across his fucking chest. Yeah. <laughs> big old manga tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> just like, like oh, just ready. Lit hats. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
can uh, remove Lieutenant Johnson, he's not going to make it. <laughs> uh, what about you, uh, Twisted? What, if on Biden's side and then same, same question on Trump's side. Biden's side, um, I want to see what he's going to do with the police reform. Um, I know that was a lot of talk, you know, with this campaign of reforming police and training and the funding and all that stuff. So I'm curious to see how that's going to be. Um, if he's able, gonna, he's going to even be able to do that and how he's going to do it. Um, as far as Trump goes, um, he said he was going to create jobs and bring jobs back to America. And he did. He created a lot of jobs and employment rates in the country was, was down long time, you know, um, <laughs> of course until the pandemic. <clears throat> but, you know, it's, it's either here nor there. But yeah, that, that was the thing that uh, I was looking forward to seeing with Trump and he actually was able to do something. You know, he brought a lot of those big uh, companies back into the United States soil to do business rather than outsourcing or being in other countries doing it. Um, I don't know what's going to happen now. You know, now that he's going he's gonna to be out of office and uh, with Democrats in, how that's going to pan out. But yeah, we'll see. Curious about yeah, it. I'm, uh, I'm curious to see how that's going to work too. Um, because because police reform and police defunding the police are two different things. Right. For sure. Right. So that's going to be interesting to see. I, I, I think what everybody you. wants is that. Yeah, and, and you know there, there's two there's two sides to the there's two sides to that party, uh, which are the Democrats. You're centralists, or you're you know you're more conservative Democrats, I guess you'd say. Um, and then you have your you know far left ones. But um, yeah, man, once again, you're on Island City with the Par Bar. We're on episode three of the season. It is part one of this two part series. We're also gonna have a host. Post-inauguration show. Yeah, post-inauguration show tomorrow. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. Say it again, Mark. Twisted? Inauguration. Oh. Inauguration. I thought I heard not, it right. Not inauguration. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Like Caldean or what? Inauguration, my friend. Buddy, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That lieutenant, get him out. <laughs> oh, man. We just got yeah. kicked off all, all yeah, fucking yeah, platforms. Yeah, we flag. Yeah, Lieutenant yeah. Duenas isn't making it. He's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> He's been vetted. <laughs> We're getting kicked off SoundCloud and iTunes. <laughs> just Man, out of all 7-Elevens. Um, <laughs> that wasn't racist. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> um, so, what are you looking forward to as we're, as we're you know, he, I, I did watch Trump's speech earlier. I think it was like a 22-minute speech, 20-something-minute speech. Um, I thought it was, you know, a, actually a pretty decent speech. You know, it's whoever whoever wrote that one should have been writing his shit for the last four years. Dude, you know what I think? I think he's actually now, when it's too late, he's actually listening to the people around him and actually doing the speeches that are written for him. Because I think before what was happening, he'd write a speech, he'd look at it. Oh no, that's stupid. I'm yeah. saying what I want to say. <laughs> What's now he's like, 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 that's a big like, word. I'm not reading that word. Yes. All right. Let me see what I'm paying you guys. Let, let's see your skills now. I'm, I'm out of here anyway. You know, it's comparable to, dude, like, when you know you're going to get a whooping because dad's coming home, right? So all of a sudden you start doing stuff around the house hoping that it will soften the blow. That's like Trump now. He knows he's facing impeachment. He's getting ready to leave, so he's going to start trying to do the right thing before he goes. It's too yeah. late, dude. Too it's late, too man. Late. You didn't cook rice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care that you, you dusted. You didn't cook the rice. <laughs> um, I think... You know, I, I thought it was like I said. I thought I thought it was better than, uh, 
anything he's done in a long time. I mean, he's had like maybe two good speeches out of the four years. Maybe even one. You know, and that's like you're actually giving him like some fucking, it's Donald Trump saying it. So, you know. Um, I, and so tomorrow it's going to be interesting because, you know, he's one of the presidents who hasn't conceded. There's been a couple in, in the past, not very many. Um, so he's walking away, you know, a little um, differently, very Trumpish style. Um, Bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm waiting to see what happens when he's back and he's back to being a, a normal civilian. You know, like somebody's, yeah. somebody's gonna assassinate him, dude. I'm telling you. I mean, yeah. so dude, he's not gonna have that secret service around him. Somebody's gonna somebody's gonna try something on him, man. I'm telling you, there's a lot of hate out there for that man. A yeah, lot, there's a lot of support for him though, too. So yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I he might have him step up around and be a secret service. You never know, you know. Who? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, I thought you should. Oh, oh, I mean, it could be. Yeah. If, if that does happen, I don't think it's going to come from the U.S. Oh, I don't think it's going to come from out, out of the U.S. Dude, that dude's pretty much liked by the around the, the world, except for... That dude got fucking, like, a, a peace prize. Didn't he? From, like, Israel or some shit. Or Sweden. Doesn't he have a warrant out from Iraq or some shit like that? Or... Dude, how many people have warrants out for him? No, but you know what I mean, like... Iraq. Like, they know where this motherfucker's at, like... Yeah. They wipe your ass um, What? Uh, no, I'm trying to look at the uh, Nobel Peace Prize. Was he was nominated for? This motherfucker got nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize? Yeah. Hey, dude, some think about it, though, man. Before he was president, he was Donald Trump. Like, you know, like people would use him in songs and shit, you know? Living yeah, like sure. Trump. And, yeah, man. They, and I don't financial, He was a financial hero, dude. Yeah, and I don't imagine him really going to places like where he's gonna be hated, right? Like he's not going to California. No, he's not stupid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's Look going. He's going down. To, he's going back down to Florida with uh, what's that one UFC fighter that loves him? Uh, oh yeah, and Miles Balls or something like that. Anyway, I don't know. Um, so it's gonna be interesting. I just want to see what he's gonna do as a private citizen. We kind of chatted about this earlier, which is kind of a funny. I think it's funny. I think it's funny. Um, because I think he's already gearing up for his next run, right? He's going to gear up for the next four years. Sure. Knowing this dude and what you've seen out of him, right? He's a sore loser. Mm-hmm. And he's... Maybe he's not strategic in the way he presents himself, but he's strategic in the way that he does it in the back end. Like, he finds ways to get what he needs or what he wants. And he's not he doesn't take no really for an answer. So... Yeah, he gets what he wants by any means. Like... I don't know by any means, right? Like, I'm not, I'm sure he's not going to go and, like, do, like, a bunch of... But now he knows the game. He knows the government game. Yeah, he knows politics now. He knows politics a little bit more now. Yeah. And so that's why we had talked a little bit about him pardoning Lil Wayne, Harry O. Yep. Um, he already made... He already started cutting a deal with Ice Cube prior, which was a platinum plan uh, for the Black America, which Biden... Had said that he wasn't going to be part of until after he won, right? True. All I'm saying is, one thing he didn't have was Hollywood this time because Hollywood turned it back on him. Yeah. So he's out there. I think he's. I think he's fishing for his Hollywood homies. So is that who you go after, Lil Wayne? <laughs> he's still a big influence. I'm up for Eighteen strokes, bro. Bro, if you can't get Hollywood, you go after the music for years, bro. 
Huh? Lil Wayne might not make it to the next one. Like you're you're going after the wrong people. You got I don't Lil know. Pump. Ice Cube. Like, Ice Cube's good. Yeah. I don't. Maybe Cube might be the only one. Harry L. Is that the dude from Death Row? Yeah. Yeah. Where he been? Yeah, on, on Death Row. <laughs> 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 exactly, man. Ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't no, nobody know who he is. Well, you you suck if you don't know who he is. Um, well, I'm saying the the next generation of voters don't. I mean, the younger kids don't know who he is. Well, who else you got? The uh, little pump. Who the hell's that? I have no clue, but apparently he's a big deal. I, okay. I'm, obviously not to us. We're like yeah. the Hario. The young high school kids are like little pump. And even being Well that's what I'm saying That's gonna be the next voters Yeah but already They, they already don't fuck with him Fuck with Who? Trump All the, the, the young kids But if a little pump out there Like yo he's, he's sick Lil Pump gotta come out With a banger before You start endorsing people Let's see if, Let's see if Lil Pump has one Lil Anyway Alright Let's All right, move out to Kashi 6 9 man What about his ass? Ain't no one fucking with that dude Shit People know Kashi 6 9 for VP <laughs> VP Nah, Takashi, Takashi for VP. Oh God, they ain't no White House with that. Wild, yo. It's gonna be Snoop. Oh, uh, um. Okay, so in tomorrow's, uh, you know, once it's all official, what are you looking for? Um, what else are you looking for within that new administration? As far as like uh, in the speech tomorrow, uh, VP. You got you got your first that, you mentioned earlier. That's gonna be crazy. Um, I think it's very crucial for what what she says. The mic's low. Check, check, check. How about now? Um, you think it's crucial for what um, Kamala Harris uh, says? Yeah. Um, uh, in terms of what? In terms of history, uh, history being made. Um, you know, if, if one if one thing kind of slips up. It's not a good rap for the first African American woman. What is, what is it? Uh, Asian descent vice president. That's, I think that's the correct term. Um, I just think. She, I mean, she has a lot. She has a lot of pressure on her hands, obviously. I, and I think uh, as repre- representation for the people that voted for her, for young women, I think what she says here maybe like the first six months is, is very crucial make sure that she doesn't show any weakness anything like that any any, any flaws is going to be crucial for me at least hmm. looking at taking her seriously that's, that's interesting um i mean don't you think now is like one of the more at least from my observation like don't you think now is even more like a a part a point in time when you can't even point out anybody's weaknesses because you'll be called out either a bigot uh, you know what I mean like I don't think there's anybody who could be critical of her just because the fact that she is a woman of color exactly they're gonna be forced to look past that and just look at her as the position right but I mean because if I say something right then I'm just a sexist probably because I'm brown so that means it can't be I can't be racist because she's brown, but the only people that can really point at her are other women of color at this point. 
So, so what if that happens? Uh, I would hope it happens. I hope, I hope someone's critical of her. Well, I'm yeah, sure somebody's, somebody's got to hold her accountable, right? Yeah, accountability yeah. is key at this point. Yeah. But just yeah. because you won the position doesn't mean, like I said, you can't deliver. You have to right. deliver. You have to deliver. Yeah, that's that, I think that's my point. Is like who's gonna point that out? Well, that's what I guess. That's what we'll find out. I mean, I don't know if anybody will have the the courage to do so. Yeah. Um, See, I think, I, I think that's kind of what I fear. I think uh, late night TV will point it out. Honestly, if you think about it, late night TV, that's all they do. Is yeah, but is that, is that who you want to point it out? Like, no, but I mean, like, that's not, not SNL. I'm talking like, you know, like your Jimmy Kimmel's and your uh, Jimmy Fallon's and stuff like that. Because that's all they do in their monologues. It's all about politics and stuff, you know, and they're they're the ones that point this stuff out. But who's the, who's the person, let's say, who's the person that's going to, let's say, um, oh, shit, I Maybe I shouldn't have done this, or, or you know what I mean. Mm. Repeat that one more time. I'm sorry, you yeah, broke up. So, so yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yep. Yeah. So who who's gonna be to keep her accountable? At least in the public public eyes. Like I think it's That's like what you said. It's gonna have to be other women of color would be the ones. Yeah, that but do, is there a certain person, or at this point, or is there? Doesn't have to be. It could just be a group, you know. It could be a group. It could be uh, what's her name, the the uh, the Muslim chick that's in uh, that's running with the other two bras, right? Ilhan um, Omar. Yeah, I mean anybody like that that's up in there that can be critical of her. So maybe somebody with a, a within the position, ranks. With the position of in politics. Yeah, and I think anybody in the political ranks would be. One of the I'm not saying that it can't happen. I'm just saying. It should happen. It should. Yeah. And that and that's for any president, any president, vice president. But I think with with the situation at hand, uh, first woman, vice president, uh, African-American, uh, Asian descent. I think there's a, obviously it's magnified times 100. Yeah, but you know, honestly, though, dude, really, really think about it. It shouldn't matter color or sex or anything. I think the people who should be able to hold her accountable would be the people who voted. I, 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 I agree with you, but I'm just saying the situation at hand, it is what it is. Like, Yeah, but if their vote is good enough to get her in, then their voice, if she's, you know, to hold her accountable should mean the world also. Yeah, and this is not just her. I mean, that's for that's for Biden, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it goes for, for all leadership roles, right? Right, right. So, I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree with that 100%. I think it should be all leadership roles um, there shouldn't be we shouldn't have those those we can't talk about her because she's a woman of color yeah well I understand she is and that's great I am glad that there's someone up there that might understand my situation a little bit more than anybody else might my problem is that I'm trying to point something out and you gotta tell me that I'm a bigot for it right. I'm not it's just I have an issue with, with certain things I can tell you right now look at they had an article this week about Vogue posting a picture of her in um, an outfit using for her um, their cover of Vogue and it was because what's the problem the problem was that I think they picked a uh, picture of her with her converse on which is what she normally wears when she walks around um, as opposed to another one where she's not wearing her converse 
She's more business. Yeah, but it was like a big blow up. Why? Because the shoes are the stupidest things. But it's dumb. Yeah. It's fucking Vogue. And then, but but then they got blown up into this big thing. Like, oh, they look at them. They're trying to bring the brown woman down and make her look like she doesn't know how to dress herself. Like, and she's on the cover. Like, <laughs> you're magnifying that. Like, I don't yeah. get that. I'm sure if she wasn't okay with that shit. She wouldn't have had those like, covers on. You know what I mean? You're basically paying tribute to putting somebody on the cover of your magazine. And that's yeah. dope. You know, like, yeah, you know, that, how, that how, is how many people we know have gotten married in Converse? <laughs> Depends if you get a Bro, it's that it's the hyper, Was it a default or hey? Bro, it's the hypersensitivity and people having to be offended over shit that nobody else is offended by. You yeah, gotta you think know, about it like this. She wouldn't be on the cover wearing Converse if she didn't want to do it. Right. So she would have said, Hold on, let me take my shoes off. Yep. <laughs> well, she got some nasty feet. <laughs> Maybe she didn't put lotion on earlier that day. God damn. Messed up. That's messed um, up. But uh, yeah, I think back to kind of what you was, you were saying. Um, is there, I think that the speech that she delivers is definitely a moment in time to um, to recognize and, and appreciate. And I'm not trying to drill down onto the, all the other negativity stuff that I was kind of bringing up, which is a negative. I, I was just bringing up something that I observed. <clears throat> But it is a moment in time that should be noted. And it's because one, it's a woman and it's a woman of color. And, you know, little girls around the world can now see or at least around the United States. Yo, look at this woman. I can do it. She can do it. Again, we've had this conversation, I think, a couple times on the show. I don't really have the whole um, I need to see me in a, a spotlight so I know I can get there. Like, uh, but I understand the purpose of it for younger kids, right? Like, somebody, they see somebody that looks like them, you know, hey, that lady looks like me, or I look like her, our skin color, our hair, whatever, you know, she could do it, I could do it. Right. I get it. And that, um, I think that empowers, you know, young kids to see, and it's like, yo, check that out, that's pretty awesome. And, And they see themselves one day up there, so... Yeah, I mean that's that's the that's the hope that that I want to see too. I mean, yeah, but now I'm not saying that I, I I wish she does bad or anything like that. I mean, th- there's just a lot riding on it because even in the future, this this kind of sets precedent for. I mean, I hate to bring up the race thing, but any any person of of color and and or woman in, in a presidential slot or vice presidential slot, you, you know, you kind of. If she does great, awesome. Then you kind of have to live up to that, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, if you want to take, you, you don't want to put like race into it. I know a lot of people don't, but it's like, it, you can't do anything about it. It is what it is. It matters to a certain, it should only matter to a certain point, I think. Um, that's, I mean, that's my belief. It should matter to a certain point. Um, has nothing to do with their job. No, don't. But, you know I mean, just job is there to do with because you're the who does it and you're, you need to be intelligent enough to, to sure. do it. It's just the fact any, that it is be, what it is. You know, shouldn't be diluted or watered down because she's a woman. It should be just as hard as, as the job is. It should just be like, there's this person here that's doing this job and they did something good. And like, it shouldn't be like, oh my God, look what they did. And it's a black woman too. Jeez, yeah. that's great. You know, yeah. it should be. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? 
one Talking sheet, baby, please don't say a word I don't mean to be a tease, that's just absurd It's a shame how you mess around with my heart Waiting in vain is not an option I regard You didn't even run the numbers, bro. We just yeah, got the information yesterday. He's just talking himself yeah. up. Yeah, that's all yeah. it was. You know? That was in uh, that was in June of 2020, right? Fucking yeah, the whole thing <laughs> shut down. Great, greatest numbers ever. Yeah, <laughs> just like just fucking just found some fucking shit out there. Um, I will say though, there was uh, there was some speeches where I was like, oh my god, I can't believe he's just insane. That <laughs> he was just like, <laughs> where he's like, one. He he died like a dog. 
I died like a dog, like a scared puppy hiding in a corner. I was like, oh my God, is he saying that on TV right now? Nope. And he 100% meant it. He, he fucking went off script. His fucking PR guys were fucking losing their shit in the corner. <laughs> Everybody was trying to rewrite the teleprompter. The fucking go, stop talking, stop talking. Just fucking hitting their keyboard. Enter, enter. <laughs> Cut the commercial. Cut the commercial. That's when he looks away like, like Obama and he's like, I ain't paying attention to that shit. Yeah, he does this. He does this fucking like fucking. Yeah, he's the rope. The inhale. In hey, like, he, oh like, damn it. There it goes. I, I got this, guys. I can totally see his fucking retarded ass sons in the corner just sitting Dude. there. Dude, like, <laughs> sharing lines of coke. <laughs> They're just sharing lines of coke off each other's hands and shit. Right? On their day. Fucking Ivanka's over in the other corner, like, oh my god, I fucking hate my brothers and my dad. And it's like they're retarded. <laughs> oh, man. But you know, uh, I think that was for me, and I t- I've told this before. I said that's kind of refreshing because I kind of knew. You know what it, what you were getting. You know you you didn't you didn't expect him to come in like as an elegant president. Mm-mm. This guy no, fucking, by, not by any means. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a, he's Donald Trump, man. This guy was in like a multiple movies, and he was he's just he's Trump yeah. TV show. He's a businessman. I mean, what the yeah. hell did they expect? You know? What yeah. I mean? There was no one. No one should have been shocked by his his demeanor in the in the White House. Mm-mm. Well, because so. he he came in under that whole. You know, we're going to change America, make it great again, because you said people were tired of the way things had been run through the last few administrations. I mean, you look at it, you pretty much had the same, the same candidates going from vice president to president, vice president, president. So it was the same parties in there pretty, you know, pretty much that whole time. And nothing was changing. And uh, people were getting tired of it. So, you know, get Trump comes out. He's like, you know what? <laughs> I can't do any worse than these guys. Yeah, everybody jumping up going, hell yeah, man. Somebody different's jumping up. So they were going for the change, you know? Yeah. Um, And he came in with that hard-hitting, in-your-face, fuck-you attitude. And he won. He won. His people came out and they voted and he won. And, you know? I remember halfway through his, uh, through that whole presidential run, I was like, he's going to win. I remember calling Oh, yeah. I was like, he's going to win. I was, and and I was like, everyone was like, no, there's no way. I was like, dude, he's he's making a laughing stock out of all these politicians. He's gonna win, I guarantee it. Even the Hillary, he's knocking that bitch out. Yeah. Well, she was part. Of, she was part of that whole system that everybody was tired of. That's what she yeah. represented. There was yeah. no way to win that. And and you know what's weird is is Biden kind of represents that too. Um, what the system? That old system. It, system. I'll say. And this is why I, I, I say that I'm uh, a moderate and I sit in the middle um, and independent. Is that our government doesn't really work for us. It's not. It hasn't for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the problem with it. Now, how we fix that, I have no clue because I'm not in politics like that. But all these things where you write a bill that fits like 5,000 things into one page, into one bill. And you got to pass all that. It's dumb. I don't understand that. Like, why would you do all that? Because they all right? have their hidden agenda in those bills. Yeah. They're all benefits you know? the politicians. I think you said it where they have, like, offshore money, you know? And you don't know. We don't know our, our government. We can't trust them, no. you know? And it sucks. It, it legitimately sucks that we cannot trust our, our government. How does a person that gets into government and they're making, what's, what's the, the, for a congressman or senator, what, 165 a year or something like that? It's, it's not much. Yeah. Right? 
and they're coming up through politics. They win and they get in there, and then all of a sudden they've got like a fucking vacation home here, a fucking summer home there, and millions of dollars. And they're like, how in the how do you get that off of your political? Off 165 grand a year. Yeah, it's because you know they get in, they, they you know the lobbyists and everybody else and all these people that support them. You know they line their pockets, and that's why they push all these different bills and these agendas and stuff because their pockets are getting lined. And it's all and big corporation, big corp runs the country. Yep. You know, and as long as big corp is sitting there going, "Hey man, you got to do this for me, and I'll do this for you," it's gonna happen. You know, and it's, it's to the point where it's it's a business now. Being a politician, it's a business. Let me oh, tell you yeah. that Mitt Romney, when he was running, mm-hmm. wanted like a three point five million dollar home in La Jolla. And he wanted to put a elevator in it, mm-hmm. and and La Jolla wouldn't let him. And he was going to figure a way to get around that. Yep. So that just speaks volume, and and that dude's LDS. You know what I mean? Like he for should, those that don't know, what's LDS? Oh, uh, like Mormon. No. Right. So he's a Latter Day King. Yeah. So he like he don't do all that stuff, right? Like he don't he ain't supposed to be like a bad dude and. Take like bribes and shit like that, but you make a one sixty five and you trying to buy a three three point five million dollar home with the elevator, son. You want to put elevator? Yeah, that's a house in the Hoya, right off of Marine Street. I know where's that. Oh, he does still have the house. Yeah, yeah, he's in La Hoya. He's got that house in La Hoya. He's got the right. elevator. He wanted to it. I don't know. He may have. I gotta find out. He may have. Man, some bullshit. But well, look, so you know how if you, you you get caught running, like washing your car and letting the soapy bubbles and shit run down the gutter and everything, they could they could fine you for that because it goes down the gutter. Anything anything you wash down the gutter. But you have the owner of the Texas Rangers that has a house in La Jolla that has a special permit that he paid for from the city, and he can dump his pool water out into the gutter near the ocean, right there at the shores. Yeah, it's a special permit. So you know, normal people who wouldn't be able to do that. Question, question, real quick. Go, yeah. going, back, going back to the. Hold on, Mitt Romney got a car elevator. That's what it was. Car elevator. A car elevator in his beachfront elevator. mansion in La Jolla. Yeah. Why not just put a ramp? Dude, huh? There's a lot of a lot of houses in Coronado that that have that shit, dude. You drive in and it drops down below the house. And then the that shit ain't cool. Spins, back up. It's crazy, dude. You the want fuck? you want you want to be cool in La Jolla? Yeah, you gotta I have a live car in La Jolla. Elevator. <laughs> I live in the ghettoest part of La Jolla and still be rocking that shit out. <laughs> was that PB? Fuck. <laughs> hey, so question. Going back to the system, right? So we, we were talking about the system. Is there anything about the system that you do like? Or that you don't mind? Um, Because we've obviously been living with it for a long time. Now that things are kind of shaking up a little bit, like, is there anything that I think on the military side of it, the stuff that should be kept secret from the people is kept secret from the people because there's certain things the citizens that you don't need to know about, you know, because it is a thing, it is an issue of national security. So the fact that they can keep a lot of that stuff hush hush and only let it. A touch here, touch there, out just to kind of misdirect the media, everybody else. That I like. Um, as far as the politicians go, man, I can't say that there's honestly anything that you know I'm jumping up and down for joy about. Okay, I mean that's 
obviously the military is a huge, huge, huge point. Um, Rich, um, I know this probably will. Some of our listeners that we I've, I've talked to personally won't agree with me, but I like capitalism. Um, I like free markets. I think I think America is a place of opportunity. It's a huge opportunity. There's no. There really, if you go by what is written out there in those books or our constitution now, nothing limits anybody. You're not limited to by, by because you're black, you can't do this, or because you're brown, you can't do this, and because you're a woman, you can't do this. And if we keep living by those 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 basic premises that our country's founded on, it's going to be great. You know, like you have free markets, you can trade openly and, and make as much money as you want to, and you pay back into the system, that, which is, you know, the land that we we live in <clears throat> it's just unfortunate that it's become such a big gap in capitalism that we've created this huge billionaire trillionaire close to making um community and the poverty line is so low it the, the gap is too big yep it's a huge gap <clears throat> now i think we can figure out some way to minimize that gap and even warren buffett said it before you know um he goes he said this in like 2000 maybe 1994 actually you know 50 years prior to prior to 1994 uh, was better than 50 years prior to that right so it's getting better but it's it's not it's it's not fast enough it needs to get better faster we need to figure out that um how to close that gap and I don't know if it's knowledge. I don't know if it's if it's if it's knowledge or uh, equality. Um, for sure, things like Jim Crow fucked that up, you know, for a lot of people. Oh yeah. But all right, let's keep on progressing. Let's not stop yet, you know. But I don't think socialism is going to be the answer to it. I think that's going to crash our nation eventually. But definitely. Um, figuring out how do we close that gap in, in capitalism and uh, open these free markets up to lower income maybe you know chop down big corp a little bit I don't know well that's the part that sucks right because you can have the idea you can have the means of creating something or, or, or inventing something but as the saying goes you need money to make money so in order to do that and promote and market it and put it out there so that you can make that money you have to go to those who have the money to get yourself going. And if those people that have the money, like let's just use Shark Tank, Shark Tank as an example of that, right? Mm-hmm. You get these little entrepreneurs that go up with their idea, their invention. They have to pitch it to them in order to get some kind of an investment from them to push their product out there so they can make money. And right. it's the same It's the same thing with the, the small guy here trying to do it. And if you look at this country, like you're saying, Rich, it's founded off of, you know, people just coming up with ideas and making it work like you know uh fuck look at the railroad it came up with an idea hey, we'll build a fucking railroad from coast to coast mm-hmm. you know and along the way we'll build these little towns hey i got an idea to do this hey i got an idea like let's do a textile mill right here we're next to the water you know you have like the big steel industry with the carnegie you know and um it's, it's all based off of the idea that people had back then and it was made easier for them I think because they didn't have to deal with the big money you know they didn't have to go to the big that's all they had to do was push forward with their idea and make it happen now I mean shit we talked about it last show even in the tech world 
with um, what was the name of that freaking uh, yeah with parlor right we talked about that how you know the, the big ones are gonna shut you down you know if you're not feeling to but they're the ones with the money you're trying to start out this is your baby and then they come along and go uh-uh and they shut you down censor you everything else you know it's, just, it's kind of the same thing right somebody's trying to make it and the ones that already have they find a way to stop you if they don't like it see and i think that's i think that's the problem i think greed it's the people who are in the in the forefront who, who are greedy the haves and um, have nots right yeah it like like Mark Zuckerberg, you know what I mean? Like he has consumed all these companies under his umbrella and because it's smart, you know, but how much money do you need, brother? You know what I mean? How much right. money do you really need? Exactly. Um, You're never going to get all of it. So. Same, same with Jeff Bezos, you know, like, you know, like how much money do you need, man? I think the only billionaire that I really appreciate is Elon Musk because you can see what he's doing to try to improve humanity and then like, um, improve like the world as a whole like he's putting money back into it um, he spends a lot of money into his company now Jeff Bezos I mean like he just he's Amazon right so you're just buying shit from him and he sells it at like a f- crazy low market price so I don't know um, and he's, right, I don't know. what a great fucking idea right he pioneered the whole yeah, online shopping thing you know I don't know you know I don't know all these fucking dorks that were fucking broke in high school and got beat up now just have money and then there's, there's fucking assholes that's all <laughs> and they got hot chicks hanging all over them because they're rich yeah um yeah that was a great question I mean um but yeah that is what I, I appreciate about America I, I think open market free markets are are what what I mean look at us you know and we're able to do this show and, and, and have a great time doing it and you know try to capitalize on it you know, and that's what sure. America is. What about you? Yeah, you talking about me? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't think I don't have an answer to my own question. Um, I I think I've just become so so used to the system that I guess after Trump, like a lot of things I like about it. There's no, I guess there's no one thing for me. Um, shit. I just like, I just like shit being normal, man. Like, he's like, uh, the Oakland Raiders. Fuck <laughs> you. The Las Vegas Raiders now? No, I mean, like, it, it's. That you can have a football team and they can go to three different states and you still stay loyal? Fuck capitalism, all right? You know, fuck that dumb idea. I don't know, man. That was my, that was my question to y'all because I know y'all answer it better than me. That's what I'm um, saying. <laughs> I know my strengths and I'll capitalize on that, all right? Everybody's going to be at work tomorrow at the water cooler. You know what I appreciate about this country? Not a goddamn thing. Capitalism. <laughs> I'll tell you why. He's like he's like nachos. Nachos and Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> Don't disrespect me with Anheuser Bush, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I must say while we're on, uh, this Anheuser Bush, uh, their hard seltzer is pretty bomb. Oh, here we go. Look at you doing a trip. plug. Look at you doing a plug, man. We just got flagged. Capital. We worked out a deal. We just got flagged. <laughs> yep. 
Oh man. With that being said, man, you guys are on Island City with the Par Bar episode three. This is uh, the last day of uh, President Donald J. Trump. We are going to do a two-part series on this, and so if you want to catch us, catch the second part. Check it out on uh, 11 a.m. on Thursday, and uh, we will have the post um, part two of this with uh, after the inauguration. Is that right? You're close enough. I thought I heard a racial slur in there. I'm sorry. A, <laughs> no, I'm laughing, bro. I'm like trying oh, to catch no. my breath. <laughs> no. And hopefully, uh, hopefully, when we do the uh, the post inauguration, <laughs> that uh, we're not talking about some crazy shit that happened. I hope not. Yeah, I don't think know, it. I, I honestly don't. I mean, you have twenty thousand troops. What, what's really gonna go down? Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Hope, but you know, people are crazy, dude. Like, who would have thought they would have stormed the Capitol? Honestly, <laughs> and they did it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, but, in a uh, fucking in a fucking buffalo, damn. <laughs> buffalo. I wonder what that guy was thinking. Helmet. He looked like one of the kids from Peter Pan, one of the Lost Oh my boys. god, Lost Boys. <laughs> um, but yeah, so once again, you're on Island City. You can catch us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes, and then the rebroadcast on Dash Radio with Island City. Um, Seven p.m. Thursday. Seven. Nine p.m. Seven. Seven. 7 p.m.? 7 p.m. Oh, okay. <clears throat> they move us back? I move it back. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm saying don't, don't, don't fire us. Oh, man. I know. Everyone's so sensitive nowadays. <laughs> All right. With that being said, All man, right. we can get out of here. Escalators. Shoots. What's up, everybody? We're back at the Par Bar, and you're on Island City. Uh, I'm your host, Mr. Rich D. Joining me as always, Mr. Vince T. Yo, what's Dr. up, everybody? Self, Dr. Twisted. Hey, what's up, my soon-to-be United Americans? <laughs> <laughs> and we are in day part two of uh, the conversation we've been currently having. Um, so if you were on, listen to the first part. We uh, did a pre-show yesterday on the 19th. Of Trump's last day in office, and this is part two of uh, President Biden's first day in office. <clears throat> um, so it was the inauguration. Uh, Thank you for saying it right. Thank you. Uh, Inaugur- inauguration. Yes. Inauguration. Inauguration. It was good. I mean, so we're here now. It's all post, and so we're gonna do like a part two of it. Um, you know, maybe we do a full hour, maybe we don't. We, I mean, it's just basically covering what happened today and what, what we thought and what we saw and see what, you know, some of the listeners thought and what we might all agree on. Um, so who wants to open up this floor? Um, I'll let Vince T, because he was pretty excited yesterday. Uh, I was excited until... Yeah. Uh, until I walked into work and I was uh, highly encouraged not to watch the shit. Why? Um, Why was that? Let, let the powers that be, you know, oh, act you, like a bitch. So you work with some sore losers. Hey, man. I don't know what it was. Maybe bad day. I don't know. I just had, we just had to turn the media off. So, uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch too much of Kind of felt like uh, like big tech, right? <laughs> mm. 
Being censored. In a sense, that's what it's right. In, in a sense, that's what it was. If I don't make, if I don't let them watch it, it's not happening. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, I watched a little bit uh, of it uh, tonight, right before we uh, started recording the show. Um, I got to the part where uh, you know they swore everyone in um, the entertainment part, um, and I, I actually didn't catch uh, Joe's speech. So uh, forgive me for not. I know too much. I did plan on watching it during work, but I didn't know the curveball of being shut down. Close. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it, it, it was a, it was a, it was it was different. Um, and on that note, can I just say, like, on both sides, can everybody stop being like, the shit is done now. Like, the vote is done. Can we all just stop being little bitches about it? Mm, can we? I don't know, man. You're you're gonna have you're gonna have a hard time with that because I'm over. I, I mean, I don't, bro, like, like I said, I, I, don't, I I mean, I'm just speaking to what the question was, right? Like, can we get over it? Um, yeah, like, yeah, I don't care. That's it because, and this yeah, is both sides because I'm good with okay. it. Like, I'm cool with it because I mean, either way, you know, like I said, you he's the president, so you gotta right. hope best for him. But you understand, man? You had like people who are like diehard Trump fans. You had four years. Of fucking with him and 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 the people who voted for him. So you if you want if you're saying can we just get over it? Yeah, probably. No, not. no, no, no. I, no. First of all, I said both sides. Yeah, but I'm well, saying, what you just had four years of it. Okay. So you're gonna get so so you just want to return the the four years in return? Okay. I'm I just saying it. you're gonna at least get two years of it. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> right? Like I, I mean, okay, I understand that, but it's okay. like all right, like. What's done is done. He's sworn in, so now we just have to live with what yeah. what he did. Just the same way Trump did. We had to, we had to live. He he decided. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, same, obviously, right? we all seen all the social media posts go out today. Inauguration, you know, America's Day, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Well, ain't really done shit yet. So let's let's not let's not get too excited. Um, I mean, obviously. A lot of people, majority of people, are happy that Trump's gone. He obviously didn't show up to the inauguration. Um, but I, I mean, so Biden today he, he signed um, what X amount of executive orders, some shit like that. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Um, I don't know exactly what they are. I know a lot of it was uh, reversing uh, what Trump Trump put in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of his executive orders. Pretty okay, much trying to I dismantle mean, what Trump left behind. Yeah, and now we have to to we have to see how that plays out, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at this point we, we don't know if it was the right decision or not. Might have been the moral right decision on day one, but like five months later, you don't. We really don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna. Uh, I would say you know you're gonna see you're gonna just have to wait and see what yeah. uh, what happens and transpires. Um, you know, like I think, like I said, with, with Trump, like the dude wasn't going to take apart America in four years. It was, you know, even though they made it seem like that, like he was destroying America and America was gone. He what did, about he eight did. years? If we huh? got eight years? No, I mean that's why we have our government in place the way it's. What is that? Oh, is that me? Oh, uh, my bad. Um. You know, I, there, no president's gonna destroy um, 
America in in the four to eight years. Now, if you have like your senators and your, you know, your representatives who've been there for 20 plus years, they might destroy your America. Yeah, they'll, but, they'll do some damage. Yeah. But, uh, they, have more, they have more connections with people than the president does. So. Right, exactly. And that's why I really think there should be a, a limitation on like senators and yeah, um, House representatives. Yeah. Um, well, I, you know, I would say that you you missed a, a good part of it. I hope you get to watch it. Um, I, 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 do, decent, I do plan on going back and watching it. From my, I thought it was, from my I, thought it, I thought it was a decent speech, um, Biden's. I thought I thought it was. You know, he I think he nailed it pretty good. It was it was you. He didn't fumble as much as you probably expected him to. Um, it was a lot about unity. I think twisted kind of triggered on that, and and <clears throat> that's what I heard a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what does that mean though? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, what what is what is that? Yeah, what does it mean? What I mean, his mean? message his message about that was was pretty clear. What what he's hoping for, right? Um, I, like you I, said, I, for both sides, you know. But how how can that happen? He did say, uh, you know, he's a president for both sides. He's yep. a president for, for the people, for the people, all and, and all. for those who did it and those who did support him. So, mm-hmm. you know, the thing is, I think when I heard his speech. You know, for if you're a moderate, you have hope there. That's where you have hope is that, you know, for those of moderates that were listening to Trump in the beginning, you know, they're probably like, oh, this guy's going to suck. Um, and then he did some things that, you know, some moderates liked, you know, pulled back a lot of regulations and put some things that, you know, they did appreciate. And then there's things he did that they didn't appreciate. And I hope the same for Biden. Well, you know? I think he does hope he does things that, huh? So that's every president. That's what's going to happen. I think. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you're never going to make everybody happy, um, right? And I hope Biden does, you know, really pull it moderately and 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 doesn't go too far one way or the other. Um, with the Senate split the way it is, um, hopefully some of those moderates can also, you know, be a filter for some conservatives and some moderate dom- Democrats. But uh, overall, today's inauguration I thought was pretty good. Um, I thought it was weird though, like the J Lo and the Lady Gaga thing. Okay, go go ahead. Uh, why do you think? Well, first of all, Mark, you have anything to add on that before we move to entertainment? Yeah. Um, I said, yeah, I'm kind of like in Vince's. Like, it's hard for me to, to sit down and listen to something like that during the day because I'm out on the road and stuff. But yeah, um, I came home and I was on the news, just trying to catch bits and pieces of. Of you know, or trying to catch like a replay of, of his speech, and you know they're only playing parts of it, and it was the same thing like Rich is saying. You know, a lot of talk about the unity, um, you know, things like that. You know, the executive orders. Um, I guess every day is going to be a theme as far as what executive orders he signs. Um, joining the Paris um, uh, Climate, there's a Paris Climate Committee board. Um, yeah, yeah, rejoining that. Uh, one of his first day moves. Um, I know Iran, is, their uh, leader came out and he's hoping to rebuild relations and open up talks with the Iran nuclear um, deal. And, you know, I think the, like I said, the world leaders that didn't want to deal with Trump are now looking, hoping that Biden is that uh, light for their future to work some things out, that, you know, move on with their business and get things done that they couldn't 
do uh, with Trump in. You know, I but what about, kind of took what that about from speech, some, some of the speech? What about what did you think particularly about the speech? Um, I think there's a lot of hope in it for those who are, who are hoping for unity and to bring the country back together. Um, you know, him saying, you know, using the term United States, let's be that. Um, I think it was a good one for him to use, but you know, speeches are speeches, right? It's all the action and what can be done. Um, I hope, I guess I'm one of those that, that hopes that, um, we can all come together as a country, as a people. Um, I hope, I hope his message of, um, whether you voted for me and you supported me or not, I'm, you know, I'm here to support you. I hope that resonated with some people. And thinking, you know, in, in his position with that type of message that he's putting out, you know, it's a lead by example type of thing, right? Yeah. So if he's willing to support those that didn't support him, then, you know, hopes that they would be like, all right, you know, he's supporting us, you know, because he's the president. Um, that's the message that, that he's putting out there. That's the goal, that one of the goals that he has. So we'll see, you know, it's like with anybody in that position or any position like that, you have to give them that chance and see what they can do. So just like we did with Obama, just like we did with Trump, you just got to give them the chance and see what happens. Yeah, um, you can only go off someone's record when you allow them to even build a record. So <clears throat> I agree. I think uh, overall, I think the speech was good. I think I heard someone say it was the best speech since like, um, like Kennedy or Reagan or something, and I was like, I don't know if it's that Trump that said that, huh? Was it Trump? That, was it Trump that said that? No, that was like, the uh, best ever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, man, I want to know what's in that letter that he left on on Biden's desk. Uh, yeah, he, he said he it was a generous letter. He left a letter on the desk. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I, it's kind of an, a tradition. It's a tradition with outgoing presidents where they they leave a letter. For the incoming, so that's what my story. Um, Biden was said that would yeah, make sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I started cracking up because I knew about the letter. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, for, for but, uh, that, well, Biden. Biden said that it was. Uh, Biden said that it was. The only, the only thing he said was that it was a very gracious letter that he he left him, um, and he wasn't going to reveal it until he's able to speak to Trump. Because you know it's a private, it's a private letter from president to president, or former outgoing president to incoming president, right? Yeah. But uh, I'm, sh I'm sure it's going it's to be one of those things where he has the publicist clean up the message and <laughs> erase the picture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you imagine like, uh, like he left that on. <laughs> that, that freaking story. He was like a little kid drew it too. It was all sloppy. <laughs> But I could totally see it. I could totally see it. <laughs> um, oh, man, I was dying when I saw that. I was like, because the first thing I heard was uh, the president left a letter for um, the incoming president, Biden. And I was like, I bet you he drew a dick on there. <laughs> Just knowing how childish he is. Or, or be like, dear Joe, I left you a little something underneath your desk. Yeah. Like, like a bag of shit or something like that. Oh, sorry, I, sorry, I didn't flush. Oh man, <laughs> you imagine him doing like an upper deck in the fucking the, in the bathroom. <laughs> Yo, over the last two weeks, he's just been letting the pyramid and the toilet build. <laughs> it's peeking up over the rim. Uh, just imagine uh, Joe's face. Come on, man. 
Oh, God. Because um, yeah, anyway, you guys are on uh, Island City. And, uh, man, we're just talking about part two, uh, first day for President Biden. Um, yeah, man. So, okay, so let's talk a little bit about the entertainment side of it. Uh, this, yeah, I'll let you uh, go ahead and open the floor with this. You, you, or Because I'm not sure what you have and haven't watched. Were you able to catch oh, any of the I, entertainment? I did see the, the Lady Gaga. Um, she sang the national anthem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. I mean, I thought great as as a performer. I thought she. Um, J J Lo, um, good choice on on the performer. Um, I mean, the performance was good, but uh, do you, you guys finish? Did you understand the Spanish part? No. No. I didn't even I see what you said. I didn't even see her. I just caught a glimpse that she was well, saying. Yeah, so there's a little part at the end uh, of her where she says something in Spanish. I'm not too sure what she, what she said. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was something empowering. Um, and then she's, she added that part, that loud part. Which one? Do you remember that? The let's get loud. That's what I heard. Hmm. And I was like, is this turning into like her own show or like <laughs> Okay, she so got a what, song. Uh... I mean that that was that's the only part that threw me off. Otherwise the performances were good. Just J Lo's thing at the end kind of threw me off. I was like, let's get loud and the the Spanish part. Only because I don't know Spanish, so I don't know what she said. But it was something about America. Unity or or something, but otherwise than that, I I thought it was cool. It was a little weird seeing it in there though. Um, all right, uh, Twister, what did you think? Oh, uh, just so you guys know what she said. Uh, also, translated in English, it's one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty oh, and so, justice okay. for all. Okay. Pledge of allegiance makes sense. Yeah, I I, uh, I caught. Lady Gaga's performance of the national anthem. I thought it was actually pretty good. Um, the girl's got talent, man. She's got a nice voice, you know. She's pretty versatile. Um, um, yeah, I only I only caught the little teaser of J Lo, and uh, I think even Garth Brooks was one of the performers. Um, but I didn't see anything else. I said I've, I've been trying to catch something and and uh, watch it and see. So I was actually right now before we came on, I was watching the uh, Tom Hanks. Um, one at the Lincoln Memorial. Okay. Mm. They had uh, Bruce Springsteen did a song that he wrote, and then, then uh, they were actually getting ready to replay the inaugural speech right now. And then they had a... Uh, who was it? There's a couple other performers that were getting ready to come on, too. Um, but I had, a, you know, I had a break free, obviously, to get on. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, I just hope it doesn't turn into, like, the inauguration start turning into, like, the, the Super Bowl halftime show. You yeah, I mean? uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you catch Garth Brooks? No, no. I, I said I just caught the teaser on him. Okay. And they, they showed a little snippet of him and they went to commercial. Yeah. So uh, Lady Gaga was good. I thought she was. Uh, mm-hmm. She hits like you know crazy notes. Yeah. Um, Dope singer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought she was. She was well. She did well. And then J Lo's was. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It was weird. It was entertaining. 
it just felt like a I Super Bowl say show. That. It felt yeah. like a Super Bowl show. That's what I'm saying. It's just entertaining, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Something to do in, in intermission. Yeah, it was weird. And I was, uh, and then she yelled in Spanish. I thought that was kind of weird. Um, now, is that weird for, for Biden's for his inauguration? For his message? And, no. I think it was, uh, I think it was strategic. Yeah. I think it was par for the course, right? With it. Yeah, I don't know. I thought, uh, I thought, I don't know. It was weird. And then she went to her, she went to her own song. Yeah. And I was uh, like, what the hell? Let's do it loud. I thought it was just, I don't know. It just threw me off. Yeah. I was like, is this a Bud Light commercial? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know. Make you want to have a beer now. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, uh, shit, what am I watching again? Um, it's a commercial? Yeah. And then, like, no one really knew how to react to it either. Yeah, and I was, I was like, man. <laughs> no, should, like, she got done. She got done. I think she was, like, waiting for the applause. And, and yeah. I was the, like, there's nobody there, bro. Like, the Marine was, like, sitting there waiting, like, hurry up. Get your fucking turn your ass around here so I can escort your ass out of here. Yeah. Hurry up, bitch. It's cold outside. <laughs> Yo, what, what, what if the, the escort, like, whispered in her ear, like, did you really say that? <laughs> like, <laughs> No, Let's get I loud. guarantee someone they should have did like one of those mic'd up things they do in the NFL. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had someone they had someone yes. like what did she say? <laughs> you I don't know how to speak Spanish, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> and just and just like catch like uh W Bush or J- Bush like over there eating fucking George w. Uh, yeah. peanuts and crackers and shit. Nachos. Oh man, that's some good stuff. Um, But I thought Garth Brooks Brooks singing um, was amazing. What what song did he sing? Yeah. Um, Amazing Grace. That's right. That's right. And I forgot the first song. Um, But it it was amazing. It was it was good. It's like heartfelt. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know where, where Garth stands on like politics, but I thought it was like a good, I feel like he's a big signal for conservatives, a big sign for conservatives and, and for him to be there and, and do that. It's like, you know, that we're here to support kind of bending the, the bridge a little bit. That, yeah, that exactly. That unity, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought that, that was, that was cool. Um, I did think uh, what we were just talking about, I kind of forgot. Is the isn't the vice president supposed to be inaugurated after the president? You would think. Yeah, you would. Because then right? technically she worked for uh, <laughs> Donald Trump for like you know ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. If he would have had a heart attack, oh no, I guess because Pence was still there, right? <laughs> so she wouldn't have taken over for like ten minutes. Well, what well, I'm is, saying is, is like, the, is that the order? Well, I, I was just curious because, like, okay, so she got inaugurated first, oh. or, uh, oath, did her oath first. She became vice president, but then Biden wasn't president yet. It was it was Trump. Maybe so they did it because she had to swear in some uh, some new bodies for uh, some seats. Maybe, but <laughs> wouldn't that's that be that's some a good shit? thing? So, somebody out there check that for us. Please. Trump would have popped out of nowhere. You're fired. <laughs> 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 hey, oh, honestly, shit. I thought Trump would have, you know, when everybody's being announced. Yeah. Like, I thought he was just going to, like, 
just pop in and and like walk in slow like a fucking crash crash the party. Yeah. Dude, I I honestly thought he would have done something like that. Like walked in like, like, like with his pimp cane and just sneak in. <laughs> sneak in, do the Ric Flair walk down the stairs. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Oh. oh my god, then all of a sudden like WWF announcers come out of nowhere. You got it's you got Donald Vince McMahon. Trump. You got fucking Michael Buffer with the mic. <laughs> On the court coming down like this. Oh man, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, yeah that's man. that's probably pretty bad, right? When our when our politics, um, we can imagine like things like that popping out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. like Hornswoggle just popping up out of from underneath the podium, just like a leprechaun. Ray Mysterio. Yeah, that, that is bad though because <laughs> that's pretty bad. You should, ne- you should never really consider that as a, as a. As an option, like, <laughs> or like, a possibility, happen, but it's like, yo, what if this <laughs> shit really happened? <laughs> he walks in late, like, saying. hey, Mike, move over. Let me sit there. Let me sit right there. Mike, I got, I got, I'm still the president for now. Right? You still work for me. Watch it. Hey, hey they're, as they're inaugurating uh, Kamala Harris, as soon as they're done, all of she goes like this, kills off the mask, and oh. it's Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Too late now. I'm you know the vice I mean? president. Oh, okay. We probably shouldn't be talking about this because you know, a lot of people are going to be offended. Another one would have been funny is if he would have went to the thing and then all in the background he would have been like... <laughs> yeah, just trolling. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he just been that, that, uh, that heckler in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, just fucking up the whole Dude. show. What if, what if Trump hired that dude with the sign? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And like, just have like wrote all his his tweets out there on little cardboard boxes. And just, oh man, just and what's fucked up is that you could probably imagine like Trump was asking people like, "Hey, what do you guys think about this idea?" Hey, or, <laughs> or, or, I'm sure he was. I'm, I'm sure. Or, but I'm gonna just like talk shit the whole time. Or would have been funny is if he would have hacked uh, the teleprompter for the inauguration speech. <laughs> And it would have been all his tweets. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, why they do Bernie like that? Hmm? Why, why is the internet going crazy over Bernie? Like, what's oh, because he's been there forever, man. They, <laughs> like, is it just because he's sitting by himself? What's what's the deal here? Like, I don't I don't understand why everybody's reposting him sitting down. He's a communist, man. Socialist <laughs> communist. Shit. I have no clue, bro. Yeah. Um, hey, but once again, man, you're in Island City, man. We're doing part two of the uh, uh, President inauguration, President Trump transition. <laughs> uh, the the uh, what is it called? Inauguration. Uh, transition of power. Um, what else happened? Um, oh, the fact that uh, Trump didn't want to be there for the passing of the torch and making it a that peaceful transition that it was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, which I, I really feel like is is really bad for a bad look for him. Yeah, I mean, he should have been there regardless. You know, but. it's a big f. It's a big f you. Yeah. Um, but but once again, I think it might have been it might have been a better thing that he didn't show up. Cause, yeah, because he's rolling his eyes. Can you imagine him rolling his eyes in the background the whole time, making those yeah. faces. He's he's telling Garth you should have seen the match behind him. <laughs> oh man. What the hell did J Lo just say? <laughs> be Connor. Instead oh, of J Lo, he'd be Connor. Bro. Hey, what the hell did Hey Ho just say? Hey, no, it's J Lo. You know what he's gonna say? You know what he's gonna say? 
bruh. The wall was built already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. How the hell did she get over the wall? <laughs> God damn. All right, there we go. <laughs> um, another thing that, that I did see in social media was like, what, uh, what's her name? Melania? Yeah. The wife, right? Yeah. Usually, formality, right? You you walk with the president and you stop, you pose, and you take your pictures and he says goodbye, right? Mm-hmm. You see how she kind of walked away and said, like, man, fuck this shit? Mm, no, I didn't see that one. So, I mean, I'm kind of waiting to see how, how that kind of plays out, too. Like, a lot of people that were in his camp, like, post-presidency. Yeah. Like, does he keep some people around? Does he, like, just, like, trash everyone? Well... I don't know. I don't know how that's going. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Let's jump with that. Let's let's wrap up this uh, uh, inauguration inauguration uh, conversation. So, a couple of things that he did do today, the 17th, he uh, he mandated the the coronavirus uh, masks for federal uh, buildings and airplanes and I think transit. Uh, he stops the withdrawal from the World Health Organization organization mm-hmm. with uh, Fauci, 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 Fauci delegation. Yeah. He uh, rejoins Paris Climate Accord. Mm-hmm. He cancels the Keystone uh, pipeline. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else he got. Uh, Some of the, the the COVID relief money. That's right. He rescinds the Trump's administration uh, administration's 1776 commission. Oh, the travel bans too. Oh, the travel bans. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's kind of going down the order right now. Uh, to review their actions to ensure racial equality. I, I want to read that one more. I'm sorry. Well, can you reread that? What you said? Resends the Trump administration's 1776 commission directs agencies to review their actions to ensure racial equality. Or equity, racial equity. Sorry, I don't, I'm not sure what that uh, you know, what that all entails. I can't remember. I can't remember why I thought that was a good thing, but maybe it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, census. I, I think this one's um, kind of weird. Uh, requires non-citizens to be included in the census appointment of congressional representatives. So that includes like non-documented uh, immigrants, citizens. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that one um, because that's supposed. To, I, I mean, well, yeah, I guess would you want to be? Would you want them documented, them, right? or would you, or would you want them part of the census, or no? I think it's what it is. It speaks to him trying to f- work with the funding for certain groups, right? So the more they have, the more of the headcount, the more funding they're going to get. Requires non-citizens citizens to be included in the census. But then that would include funding for those communities for non-citizens. Yeah. Right. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, I think it would encourage or discourage um, them trying to get their naturalization, their citizenship. Hmm. What should they? I mean, they're already, they're already part of the community. They're part of the headcount and they're getting the funding. Yeah. The community's getting the funding based on them. They're... Yeah. 
That's interesting. Okay, immigration. Reverses the Trump administration restrictions on U.S. entry to passport holders from seven uh, Muslim-majority countries. <clears throat> I think that's going to be one of the ones that, we, that I'll be watching <clears throat> uh, throughout the year. Because now that they, if you're, if you're a terrorist coming from those countries, if, um, you know, maybe you see that as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if that really, if that if that blows up in our face, you know that sucks. No but pun intended. That's yeah. one of the things that you you see down the line, right? That you kind of wait for. Yeah. One of his calls. Not that I'm like I'm like okay, well let's see now. Like I says, no. if it happens, it's like we'll see. Maybe that thing was actually working. Yeah, I think that all came in the in the during the uh, whole ISIS thing, right? Yeah. Over. That was like the first first yeah. year to second year, I think, when he implemented yeah. that. And he, yeah, he had to implement that to, because there's no way to vet them. You can't vet them, right? right. Their records keeping sucks in this country. So, you know, you don't know who you're getting. Somebody say, you know, throw you in a room full of snakes. You're going to take the chance walking across and seeing which one's the venomous one. You know, there's no way to tell. Right. So, yeah, he had to do something. Um, some people might say it was a knee-jerk reaction or he was being reactive or, you know, some people say he's being proactive. So, you know, is it obsolete now? Um, or is it was it working? Yeah, you know. So and, yeah, and, and I guess that's, and technically he he's we haven't heard from ISIS in like you know whenever he got so supposedly got rid of them. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe it's no longer needed. I don't know. Uh, hopefully, you know, just hope for the best. Yep. Uh, immigration undoes expansion of immigration enforcement within the United States. Uh, so that, I'm assuming that's along the border and, and kind of within our communities. Yeah, he's um, supposed to uh, start a, um, not a task force, but uh, I just use the word task force to try to bring those families that were separated back together, um, re- rehoming or whatever they called it. Yeah. yeah. And let's see, halts construction on the border wall. We know about that one already, but I think that thing's almost done anyway. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. That's crazy that he built that much. I think wall or replaced wall mm-hmm. in that a short amount of time. Uh, and then last one was directs OMB director to develop recommendations to modernize regularity, regulatory review, and undoes Trump's regulatory approval process. Which I'm not sure what that means. Uh, I'm I'm lost on that. So yeah, what's um, OMB? Oh. One of the other things he did today, too, was giving federal employees um, the ability to collective bargaining again. What is that? Uh, so there was a lot of federal employees that were part of a union, so they were able to negotiate contracts, collective bargaining agreements. Um, when the Janus bill became law, a lot of that stuff was taken away. Um, the Janus bill is a lawsuit that happened um, a while back. And it's basically uh, union busting um, law. Uh, any public or federal employees that be- are, are are in a union had the option to either stay in the union and pay dues, or stay in the union and not pay dues. Um, you know, so a union without dues payers is a union with no money, which means they have no bargaining power, they have no negotiating power. So it basically, breaks them up. Um, an example of how bad that is, you got to look at the state of Mississippi. What happened there when they broke the unions up, the workers there, 
the unemployment rate and the poverty level went up. So, uh, but yeah, federal employees had lost their ability to work to collect a bargaining and he's bringing that back. Being a Democrat, Democrats historically have supported organized labor. Um, and that's one of the things that I know he was pushing for and a lot of the uh, labor unions and stuff out there were really pushing for for Biden because of that. Hmm. That's it, which is a good thing for those employees, you know. Yeah. Um, they get they get to get a contract back and work their wages, working conditions, everything else, benefits, which is good for them. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Okay, so the OMB is the Office Management and Budget. Assist President with carrying out his budgetary duties. And okay, so. This one I, I, I recall um, a little bit. So this is why this is why I hate like how the news writes shit. It says directs OMB director to develop and recommendations to modernize regulatory review and undoes Trump's regulatory approval process. So the reason why this was a good thing, um, at least from my eyes, uh, was there was so much red tape created within the government. That's what Trump undone. He undid, undone, undid. Uh, and he made it easier. He said it doesn't need to be this. Way. Why do I need to go to like eight different departments just to fucking get something done? Why can't I just be in, in like one, two departments, maybe three? Right. Um, and so what? So what? They're trying to say is Biden un, undid it, or uh, you know, canceled his executive order. But it's not. He he wants it modernized, and it should have been modernized. The fucking model that before Trump was in office mm-hmm. was fucking 1970. Yeah, and I think what it does is also regulates the amount of uh, federal spending on things, right? Yeah. So and I just mentioned like we had we had during Trump's um, time, we were on pause for almost a year, mm-hmm. and because there was so much spending going through through the judiciary. Un, unneeded. I'm telling you right now, it's a super unneeded spending. Yeah. It's our taxpayer money. And I'm sitting here like, bro, this is a lot of equipment that just is going to waste. And it, and why? Yeah. And they always, at end of fiscal year, we spend money. We slam the books. Yeah, Make sure we spend it all. It's that budget that they have to spend to get the same amount or more for the following year. Right. They don't spend it, they lose it, right? So right. that was at, at um, what was it, back in the, I think it was the 80s, they had that, uh, tail hook where they found out that they were military was spending like fucking $450,000 for ashtrays for a F-16 jet fighter mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that and it was just ridiculous money being spent on ridiculous stuff because it was budget money that they had yeah. to spend so I think this is one of those ways to regulate that you know and he's coming in as a businessman going this is ridiculous what are we spending all this money for on so and that's what I was, I was telling the guys. I was like, I was like, that's the first time in my 15 years uh, at the at the judiciary that I had seen anyone pause our our spending and say, "Hey, we need to relook at this shit because mm-hmm. this is fucking stupid." And we you know they redid it, and you know now we're consolidating. It's weird. It's it's like they're like, "Oh, you know, we gotta." They're doing budget cuts. I'm like, "No, man, they're trying to get you in your budget, the budget you're actually using. Stop wasting fucking taxpayers' money, you fuck." <laughs> Why thank you, Rich? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I don't oh, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I just the way you said it right now. <laughs> and you no, know, I'm just sitting there like in my head, like as we're in our like meetings and they're talking about all this. They're like, oh, so our budget's looking a little tighter. I'm like, good, I need to fucking tighten up this budget because this shit's stupid. Mm-hmm. 
I'm telling you right now, like we, I've seen plenty of waste, and I'm talking about millions, millions. Well, look at, I mean, honestly, look at the military how they do stuff when they're out on deployment in the war zone. You know, when it's time to leave, they pretty much just leave everything behind. They'll dig a pit and bury shit and just leave everything behind. That millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of equipment and gear, everything else that they just yep. leave behind. You know, because they don't want to haul it all back. So that's good. I mean, it's good that it's going to be modernized. I don't mean, I guarantee it's going to be the exact same model that Trump had there. It's just going to be called like, they're going to change like five things. Yeah. And then call it like call it Biden's Biden, like Biden plan. Yeah, the yeah. Biden plan. He saved so much money. God, God help us. Um, in any case, uh, but that's actually a pretty good day for the first, um, you know, uh, I think for the new president. Um sure. I, and, you know, before you get into this next segment, uh, once again, you guys are Island City. This is part two. If you uh, are listening now, that means you've heard part one. This is a um, that we have on our SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and also we broadcast it on Dash Radio. So, once again, uh, our new time slot will now be, our, for our release will be um, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. on Thursdays. 11 a.m. Thursday morning. And then rebroadcast it at 7 p.m. on Dash Radio. On Island City, uh, powered by Dash. Yes. So Thursday is our new uh, release dates for everything. Um, yeah, make sure to check us out. Okay. And all right, let's get into the next segment. Um, Vince T. had brought up something last night on all part one regarding Kamala Harris. Uh, oh, Kamala. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kamala. I think it's Kamala. Yep. Um, regarding, you know, the importance of her uh, being there and the everything, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I saw it today. Uh, and I saw the importance of it. Regardless of my feelings towards her, I don't believe she's a, all that great, but uh, I saw the importance of, of a woman but not only a woman, but a woman of color in that that spotlight. And I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool. Um and I Yeah, or, I just or thought, what I made thought, you what made you realize realize it at that point? Like what's what was the moment? Um or? Well remember like I, I told you um my boys watching um you know wrestling and seeing someone's up there and they're oh, identifying yeah. with them and so they, they get excited about it. For me now, like watching her out there, enough that it does anything for me, but watching, thinking about, you know, my daughter or young girls out there watching TV and seeing the moment come to come to life, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it now. I get it. And then, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I thought she looked, you know, looked good up there and, and you know, they definitely highlighted her well. Um, and now I just hope that she does well. I hope she does a great job up there because that sets the premise for, you know, anybody else that wants to get up there. And I hope, you know, they look at them, look at her and they're critiquing her just like they would anybody else. Anyone and, else. Yeah. And I hope, you know, she does well and, you know, and congratulate her on her successes and, you know, uh, critique Criticize her on her, on her failures. failures man. Yeah. So I definitely understood that. Uh, did you get to see her out there? Um, Vince, oh, did I get to see Kamala at on her on the on the inauguration? Um, no, I don't remember. I didn't get to really watch it, so 
Oh yeah, so, um, so you yeah. didn't see her. So did you only, see her out there? She got sworn in. Yeah. No, no. The only thing I saw was her getting sworn in and then swearing in the uh, the uh, new congressmen or senators that are coming in. Her her replacement and uh, two others. I thought they did really well as far as like capturing moments, significant moments, and you know it's all like you know it's a big um, what's the word. Uh, it's just, it's a bunch of like, I don't want to say fluff, but it's all dramatics and it's all like scenes and, you know, there's capturing all these moments and I'm like, okay, I get it, you know, like, but you don't need to make it like a drama, you know what I mean? Like, you don't need to make it like a TV series, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what made you feel that part? Like the, the dramatics of it? Because it's just like they, the transitions, you can tell, you know, like, you'll, you'll oh, see yeah, like a transition. speaking from like a technical standpoint. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Oh, okay, right. okay. That that's, you know, they're 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 getting two people um, of color on the on the thing, and then slowly transitioning to the American flag, highlighting them in the background, and then it flies again. And it's like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. Oh, I, I think I, I see what I think, you're saying. I think ultimately, um, maybe I'm just getting over politics as far as like the all the dramatics, like. You know what I mean? Like, who are the people who do do everything in, in, in this nation? It's all the people, right? For the most part, you know, 80% is all the laborers and stuff like that. Right. Those are the guys, those, we, those, they're paid by our tax, tax money. You know what I mean? I think I'm just tired of all of them. You know what I mean? So I just... Of all the people? Uh, the politicians. Okay. Sorry, you, you yeah. came in at, at a bad spot right there. I'm like, what the hell are you saying, you know? man? Yeah, but um, I thought overall it was a good day. And, and you know... Like I said, you just keep watching. You hope for the best and, and see how we move forward in unity. Like, you know, President Biden said. No, I'm not bitter at him. I think he's... He reminds me of, like, Grandpa. You know, like, he's just... An old <laughs> in his head. Head. He's harmless, you know? Like, maybe he was a badass back in his day, but, you know, now he's just... He's tired. And he was a badass back in the day. He's older now, doesn't realize he's old. He's still trying to be a badass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, did you guys catch um, any of the stuff where they showed different people reciting uh, inaugural speeches of past presidents? Um, I didn't. I think I, the only one I saw was uh, Eisenhower's. Okay. I, I thought um, that was pretty cool. Um, and that's something that like, I look at now. It's like with every president... Um, present day that everybody's looking for that one speech from that president that really stands out yeah. uh, and um, you know it's just not happening you don't have the same type of presence in the same speech writers that you had back in the day like with the Kennedys and the uh, Roosevelt speeches and stuff you know those real hard hitting um, speeches that really um, you know Hit, hit home, I guess, with the messages. Sure. Um, you know, we know we know which ones, like the, the famous speeches, like that one Kennedy Kennedy made. You know, where um, don't ask what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Those type of things. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody's always looking for that nowadays with these newer presidents, and that that's the part that really bugs me. It's like they're constantly fishing for it. Yeah. Um, 
but I think yeah. it was really cool to see them, you know, have these people actually recite those those great inaugural speeches. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, that time of like great speeches. I mean, Obama had some great speeches. Um, like I said, he he's a powerful speaker. Um, but there, yeah, the, that whole time when when like Eisenhower and Kennedy and Reagan and um, when they would speak, man, they spoke with like such elegance and like um, conviction, just great timing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and and like you look at that back then. I mean, there was actually things, and not saying that there's nothing going on here, which I think is kind of my disappointment with it. Um, back then, those speeches were made at a time where this country was going through these really significant changes, right? So yeah, yeah. Roosevelt and World War II was was going on. Kennedy, you know, got the whole uh, Bay of Pigs and the Vietnam War and all that stuff. Reagan, you know, during the Cold War and all this stuff. And you would think with the things that happened in 2020 that the speech would have been more impactful. I said it was a good speech, right? From what you were saying, but was it impactful for what happened in the past year in the state that this country's in right now? No, really, no yeah. way. It, yeah. I see what you're saying, Mark. That's what I was, yeah. that's, I think that's what I was saying. Like, I, um, God, I can't remember the damn anchor's name, but he was like, it's the best speech he's heard since Kennedy. I was like, fuck no. <laughs> I was like, I think that was written by like a like a maybe a ninth grader. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it wasn't nothing. Like, and I only go back to Dwight D. Eisenhower because that's one of the ones I've heard recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and his was like, his was super powerful because he was basically speaking to the corruption that's in Congress mm-hmm. and in the administration that was basically influencing him to get into a war. And he speaks it. So it's so like elegantly, but also like with power and also like hurt. Like he got he got America into a war they should never have been in. And it was it was like damn, like that that's a great speaker. And they I mean I don't know maybe it could be the fucking real to real fucking recording that makes it even more dramatic. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably <laughs> that going back to the technical standpoint. Right, where it's like kind of popping, like why they're yeah. speaking. <laughs> Hear the dust crackling and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell. God damn! I'm like looking because I'm looking at right now as we we speak. I'm looking at his his farewell address, right? And I can see it, and I, I'm like, damn, that's really well written. Written like just this one line, right? He says, uh, "Here, I'll, I'll read it." He goes, "Like every other citizen, I wish the new president and all who will labor with him Godspeed. I pray that that the coming years will be blessed with peace, prosperity for all. Like just that." Right? It's a long speech. Um, that sums up a whole. But it, it's like it's, a, it's everything right now. Right, like That's it's it's mean. like it's a nice transition of power. It's yeah. he understands the frustration, but he hopes the best for our country and all the shit that he has to deal with next. That's what he said. He's like, look, there's a lot of shit you got to deal with, and hope you and your team ready for it. Basically, <laughs> may hey, God help you. Hey, maybe uh, the letter that Trump <laughs> left Biden was his inaugural speech. Trump wrote for him. Dude, you know, it'd be funny. It'd be funny if he <laughs> it was like he he uh, gave, gave him a, gave him, left him a copy of his uh, um, what's this shit called? Uh, oh fuck, I lost it. Damn it! Well, I can't when, he, when, now. when he conceded, 
No, uh, when uh, well, like Biden plagiarized like someone else's speech. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> when you uh, plagiarize it, yeah, <laughs> left them a copy of the original. <laughs> oh man, that's some funny stuff. Um, okay, before we get out of here, because for part two, uh, once again, I want to congratulate Biden and, and his administration, Harris, yep. um, and I wish them well from uh, from our show. And for, you know, our citizens in America, you know, I hope they do well. Um, Let's also say farewell, farewell to my boy, Philip Rivers. Oh, Um, Philip Rivers retired today after 17 years. And this is the fucking article that I'm looking at. It says L.A. Charger. I'm about to punch somebody in their fucking mouth. No, right? He, he was, was never an L.A. Charger. An LA Charger, okay? He was more never an Indianapolis LA Colt than he was a Charger, okay? Yeah. yeah. The L.A. Um, Charger. Remember, he's a San Diego, San Diego Charger. Yes. 16 years in San Diego, 17 in the league. So Still lives here, I think. Yep. Lives here that's in the, Um, And I think that's the final person from from the San Diego Chargers during that, during that reign. Uh, LT's um, gone. Oh, during that rain, yeah. Yeah, LT, Gates, Gates. Um, Rivers. Uh, who else was in that defensive front? <clears throat> um, all Phillip. those guys. All those guys are gone. Sean Phillips. Gone. Sean Phillips is gone. Phillips. Merriman's gone. Merriman. Retired. Um, Fat Doctor's gone. <clears throat> yeah. So. Um, Keenan yeah, Keenan uh, McArdle is the only one that's left, the wide receiver. He's still out there? Yeah, number thirteen. I think you're thinking of Keenan. Keenan oh, not Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen. Keenan Allen. I'm sorry. Keenan yeah, I don't think he was with Cardale. Yeah, I'm a Cardale. Keenan Allen. Uh, yeah, he's he's. I think he's he's the only one left from uh, Rivers being here. Uh, Dillman's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all gone. That so. whole era is pretty much done now. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that was an era. So you know, congratulations to my boy Philip, man. Um, yeah. What a run! Thanks uh, for the uh, thanks for the years of entertainment, man. The guy. Yeah. The shit talking. I, I, I need stuff. I need Philip to get on on Twitter and just start talking shit about all yeah. these quarterbacks, yo. <laughs> I wish I could have him on the show. We should try. We should try. Try, man. Why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. Um. Yeah, man. That'd be great. Can we get you on the show, Philip? Philip Rivers, as a, true Phil. San, as a true San Diego fan who is no or a Charger fan, that's no longer a fan. Because you're gone. I wear my Derek Carr jersey. <laughs> now we'll never get him on. Good job. Uh, your uh, your Eli Manning Charger jersey. Fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and anything else about the uh, today's? No, man. It was uh, it was refreshing. It was it was it was a good ceremony, good inauguration. From what I seen, I was, I'm still gonna watch the rest of it. Um. Yeah. I mean. I'm just looking forward to what happens next. Um, I had I had made a comment earlier about I'm glad to see that it went without incident. And Rich and you had said no, not without incident. You were gonna oh touch on it. yeah that's oh, right yeah. Uh, yeah let me touch on that really quick. Portland Portland had rioting. Oh um, okay really yeah after right uh, right after the inauguration dude uh, they didn't even show that on the news that I saw mm, they said nothing about it was it was rioting up in Portland oh. and uh, I think they had like eight arrests. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, and that went. Uh, yeah, I think it 
think it was pretty crazy. I think there's some windows broken, some shit, you know, burnt up or whatever. Nothing like extreme, extreme like what we've seen, but definitely didn't go out without a hitch. In, in Washington, it didn't. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I saw. I saw they arrested the leader of the Proud Boys. The Mexican dude? No. Uh, or a Puerto Rican guy, whatever he is. Yeah, whatever he is. Yeah. Oh wow. Hmm. He must have uh, broke his probation or something. Something. Cross state oh. line. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in for part two. Uh, yeah. We'll be back next week. We'll have, uh, I think Dr. Longy will be on next week. We also have a couple more guests coming in. We have Poulan Speaks from Guam. He was going to come back on the show. We did a show like back in December. It went all right. I feel like we should kind of. We should definitely redo that. Yeah, redo that show because I feel like it'll be better. Uh, he also had a couple of new shows. He's a, he has his own show. So, got some people coming in. Got to keep it, got to keep it, uh, uh, you know, fresh. Yes. And get the shit back flowing. And, and also, we're going to start going back live again starting the next few weeks. So, hell yeah. We gotta get back to the table soon. We gotta get back to that J-Mo bottle. Yes, sir. Oh no, man. Fucking. I can't do J-Mo Green no more. You gotta do J-Mo Black, dude. That Stout Editions. Yeah, J-Mo Black. Man, they don't need to hear about our our drinking problems. (laughs) All right. With that being said, we want to thank y'all for coming, joining us on Island City, the Par Bar Escalators. Shoots. This is Island City Radio. Power.